0: Now, eighth and from our discussion before, I sort of agree with you a little bit more, but I do think they um if they get things right, they could be there in the eight. Uh the Rabbitohs. I think mm-hmm. that they need to improve. I think they're desperate for improvement, and I think they're desperate for a bit of a a change up. And obviously we talked about my prediction before with Jack White at fullback, Dean Hawkins coming into play seven and Lockheed Elias spending at least up until Origin in New South Wales Cup, just working on his game and becoming that game-managing halfback, if he is the plan moving forward, I think that's what he needs to do. Is my memory serving me correctly and you're a Bunnies fan? I'm a Bunnies fan.
1: All right. Well, we need to put a little disclaimer next to this one, then. Well, there's no bias. Eh? You're
0: you're looking through tinted glasses at this, lad. Not a chance. (laughs) Um, So, that, but also... Uh, Latrell moving back to center. The, yeah, A lot of people said he goes missing in games at center and he, and he does. That's a fair, it's a fair shout, but if the, the good thing about Latrell Mitchell is he comes in, and he has big moments. The fact that I don't think it's going to work making him have the big moments all the time. He's just not that player. He's not the player that is all the time having these big moments at center, getting him the ball when he wants it and letting him have the big moments. Um, I think suits the Rabado much better. I think he'll be more successful
1: uh, when, when when he's in
0: centre. When he's in centre, he,
1: he um he gets one on one with his opposite number quite a lot. Hmm. And
0: when Latrell's one on one with someone, Latrell wins.
1: Latrell tends to
0: win which I like that as well, getting in on one-on-one with defenders um, and ha- making that combination between troll and Cody on that left-hand side as well, I think, would be great. Whereas gra- at fullback, mm. the the
1: opposition can kick in a position to turn him round and then bring a, a kick-chase team that put a lot of pressure on him and swarm him. Mm. And that's different from getting an early ball and being one-on-one with his opposite number. So is it confirmed he's going into the centres?
0: No, it's not confirmed. This is purely a take from me. That's, <laughs> this, this is, this is, this is if you're the coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is if Leroy was Jason Demetrio, what would you pick? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And that's, yeah. What I, that's what I would go with. Um, what are your thoughts, though? We didn't really talk about what you thought about Jack Watt and playing fullback. Now, obviously, he came into the competition to play fullback. What are your thoughts on him starting the year at the number one? <sighs> How much fullback has he played? He played his first few years at fullback. I think he played at least two to three years at fullback. Potentially, mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong there, but I'm he pretty sure he played at least his first year at fullback. I would imagine is a bit heavier than he was then. A few more niggles, not
1: quite as sprightly. I have no doubt he can organise a defensive line really well. I just don't. I don't buy into this that Jack White is a signer that's going to turn them from pretenders to to winners, you know. He's at the wrong end of his age scale. Um, What I do think is that obviously he's related to Luttrell, isn't he? So there could be some um, synergies there. The Walker at 5'8", that one, Dimitri seemed to not get the best out of him this year was Wayne Bennett had him humming, you know? Hmm. Um, and I found the Rabbits attack really, really predictable when I watched them.
0: Oh, I, I can I, I can agree with that, yeah. I, I thought that they were a lot less sparky and a lot less unpredictable, which is basically the main state of Latrell's game as well. So, yeah, oh, I can agree with that. They were a lot more predictable, I guess, in attack. Um, but... I don't know. I just feel like they need a redemption. I feel like they're going to get it. I feel like Cody knows he didn't have the best year as well. And I feel like Latrell knows he didn't have the best year as well. So getting them into preseason early, potentially getting him into preseason when all the new guys are coming in, all the development players are coming in and just get them like started early, get them humming early and just get them ready for the season. I think is going to be a big thing and just get their discipline a little bit better as well. I feel like that's going to be a big thing going into this year, just the discipline from both of those guys. There was a lot of games at the back end of the year where you said it was the biggest slip. um, I remember you saying before it was, we talked about this with the tigers where they went from not wanting to win to wanting to win. I feel like it was the exact flip opposite of that for South Sydney, where it was like, they really wanted to win and they were perceived as this top side in the competition. And all of a sudden they just didn't want to be there. So I, I think that, Um, mindset needs to change and I think it will and I think they know they had a bad year and I think they can correct it going into next year I just don't see that happening with Latrell at fullback I think that he's a centre and I think that he needs to come in for the big moments a little bit less Um, because he does make a lot of errors too when they're constantly trying to get him the ball and get him to make the big moments when he Mm -hmm. sort of doesn't Mm -hmm. he isn't prepared to make the big moment or the big play when he doesn't see it in front of him I guess yeah, look, mate,
1: as I get, I'm going to go back. You're still, you know, being a Rabbitohs fan, there needs to be a massive disclaimer next to anything you say pertaining to this club. Um, don't give them any more airtime than any other team, mate, because um, then people will just, they'll question your impartiality. And we can't be having that now, mate, can we? Um, no, in all jokes aside, I what I got from what you were saying is quite a lot of questions
0: that need answering, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And I think that next year, while I think it could be a slow start to start the year, I think they do get back into the eight um, and back to where they were two years ago. I think that that, was, that could happen. For your sake, my friend, and I've got a few other rabbit holes, mates, hmm. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right as well. Um, seventh position, who have you got at seventh this season? Manly, Warringah, Sea Eagles. Right, so we, we don't have a, a diff- too different of an opinion at all, to be honest. No. Well, I uh, think from here on in, we're basically just arranging the deck chairs, aren't we? Yeah, I think it's very, very similar from here on in too. Talk to me about Manly. Why are they seventh for you? I think Luke Brooks is a great addition. Mm.
1: I think he, the best thing he could do was get away from the West Tigers. He's a handy footballer who tried to overplay his hand all the time because of the press he was getting. And I think playing with DCE will be great for him. And uh, I think DCE is in his – another prime of his life again. <laughs> so, you know, I think they've got two, two bloody good halves there.
0: I think um, that's – yeah, I think that was a big thing when I was sort of talking about it on my podcast about, you know, this signing Luke Brooks the big thing that i was talking about was what you just said then the fact that luke brooks isn't an organizing seven he is a running five eight at his best um and i think that that is going to be really good for manly not only that but we know who the manly spine is going to be now i think we it's pretty clear that shuster isn't going to be the six going into next mm-hmm. year. next mm-hmm. year it's going to be Luke Brooks, I think that combination is going to be very, very telling. And I think that's why we've got them in very similar positions next season. And I
1: think I think Turbo's due to be fit again, you know. So, you know, if he gets really badly injured again, I mean, that mm. could, we could be talking about at the end of him. But so I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be on the field more than not next year. So, um, and Jake Trebiovich is the spiritual sort of leader of that place in many ways, I think. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of good players there and I think they're going to be in seventh. I'm, I'm putting them at seventh and not higher just because a lot of these positions depend on the draw, lad. Like yeah. they, you know, if you remember under Dez, they finished top four one year, the COVID year, and then the year after they finished ninth. But in many ways, if you compare the two and the draw that they had, they actually finished very similar. In term, it was like par. Both years, and it was literally because of the draw. Um, but I just think Manly are going to move up, move up a couple of rungs this year. I, I think they they they're, they're establishing a new identity post Des Hasler. Um, I know there's a court case going on, but I do know that there's some powerful figures in certain places who support that club hugely and it's not easy to rock a place like manly have you noticed that 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 club never gets real sort of um yeah they don't get negative 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 press you know they they've got they've got some supporters in high places so yeah and i I, you know i'm not an anti seabold person either i think as an intelligent bloke um I think that Mick Ennis coming in next year is going to be big too. Uh, it, it means, I agree. I agree. So everything, you know, to me, just incremental improvement
0: with Manly next couple of years. Do you want to hear a big call from me? Just sort of go with what you were saying about preventing mm-hmm. Tom Travol- I, getting injured. I, I reckon half the things you've said down here been big calls. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of them. I like making big calls. That's why they call me Big Les. That's why, That's why they right. call me Big Les because I make big calls. Um, Tom Travojevich to centre to start the year. Ruben Garrick at fullback. I think that's probably the best idea for Manly in terms of preventing injury. Now, by origin, if it doesn't work out, you're more than welcome to move Tommy back to, to fullback. But I think to start the year, um, for me, I'd have Tom Travojevic at centre with Garrick at, at fullback because I think the footy that I saw from Garrick for majority of the time last year that he was at fullback, I was pretty convinced he was a fullback, not a winger, not a centre. Um, and I think he could do a great job while Tom Trebovich is sort of getting the runs back in his legs again. So, uh, yeah, look to at least to start the year, I've got Tom Trebovich at centre most likely. What are your thoughts on that one?
1: Thank you, Les, for your choices.
0: <laughs> the um, you've got
1: to keep t- Turbo at fullback. There's been there's been no player apart from Ponga this year, I suppose single-handedly drag a team up a ladder from a certain position
0: why you take him away from that position I don't know especially the money is on I'm I'm just thinking a temporary more more so move not a permanent switch more so just for the first few weeks just while he's getting the runs back in his legs
1: that would also be a bit of an experiment and I don't think manley can start the year experimenting
0: uh, it's, it's fair enough. It's fair enough. I just think that the the reason that Tom Travojevic is getting injured so frequently, not only is it just because the, re- the injuries that he's getting are very high cases of free injury, but it's because as soon as he comes back, they're expecting him to be Tom Travojevic again. And they're treating him like he's a fully fit, ready-to-go Tom Travojevic when he's still trying to get the runs back in his legs. And there was one stage... During last year, I thought they brought him back a little bit too early. I don't think he should have played one. Um, but Possibly. did yeah. he have the hamstring trip mid-season or preseason last year? Um, he he had multiple. I think he redid it during the preseason. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he had one or two injuries during the preseason actually. Um, and there was a lot of. Can gesture about whether they should have bring him back round 1 where he should come back round 1 um and i sort I, of... I i think manley has to do
1: pardon me language shit or bust mm. with Tommy Turbo i yeah. think you know you got to put your best players in the best position
0: i think yeah well look I'm very keen to see what happens next year mm. i do, i do think that it's I do think that they need to sort of um, at least let Tom get the runs back in his legs. I think letting go of KO weeks hurts them a little bit as well. Cause they do lose a little bit of depth at fullback. Um, you know, if worse comes to worst and both Garrick and tu- turbo are unavailable as well, but I don't know. I just feel like that mainly need to let Tom Tvorevic allow himself to get back to that stage where he was single-handedly, as you said, moving mainly up the ladder, but Look, very candid to see what happens with Manly next year. Very candid. And, and I can't disagree with your theory either. I just, yeah, I can't disagree with it. I just, that, that just wouldn't be my choice. That's all. Yeah. Um. For me, seventh. Um. And obviously, again, it's not too far apart here, but I've got Newcastle making the ad again. I think that um, they could have their late stretch. There could be a very similar season. But I think with the team they've got now, I thought I was very impressed with Gamble at six uh, coming in. A lot of people said he's a reserve grader Um, coming into first grader and uh, in, coming into first grade when uh, Calum Ponga went back to fullback at first. And obviously Tyson Gamble, Gamble just came in. He was obviously playing a lot of bench hooker uh, before he was coming in to play six. Uh, and he came in, I thought as soon as he came in with Hastings, I thought that combination pretty much not instantly, but after the first two or three weeks, it clicked really well. And I thought that they complement, they th- I think they complement each other's games really well as well. And I think it's a big part of how they were, you know, successful towards the back end of the year. But Caelan Ponga back at fullback, it was pretty much per- proved um, before he even went to 5'8 during the year that um, he was a fullback and he proved it at the back end of the year as well. And he, mm-hmm. that he was one of the more dominant fullbacks, fully fit as well. I think Knights finished seventh. I think they finished exactly where they finished this year. I think they have a pretty decent year getting into the eight. Um, thoughts on Knights at seventh?
1: Well, I spoke in detail about the Knights earlier. Um
0: Could happen. They're my thoughts. It could happen. Yeah. All right, well let's go into six. Who do you have in the number six? New Zealand Warriors. There we go. Again, not too far off at all. Um, Talk to me about the Warriors. Why do you see them getting into the top eight again next year? Again,
1: there's some accusations that their draw wasn't the toughest, but I think the coach has done really well. They're a together group. Um, Sean Johnson has still got a bit more football in him. I think he will start the season well because he didn't get the Dally M. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I just think that change. I think there's a bit more sustainability that change. The the players just look so happy this year. Dallin Watenny and Lesniak played the best football I've seen him play. Hmm. You know, Sean Johnson, some of the best football I've seen him play. So, a happy club, and like you said, you've not got them too far away either. I mean, we're talking. Tomato, tomato, out uh, tomato now, aren't we? In terms of some of the positions here, um, it's yeah. I, I, I think, I think the coach is doing well there.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I, I see it stabilising. I, I think that's stabilising. I know they were were they third or fourth. They were, th- they were fourth. Melbourne fourth. just got
0: them in the end. I mean, fourth and sixth is not that bad a drop. Yeah. So. Um, especially with you know previous seasons as well. That's right. Uh, I, I actually don't even think we can look at the Warriors like that anymore either. I think we have to look at them as a top top eight side because they've proved that they can do it now. So uh, we've got to look at them in that manner as well. And I think that again, you said that Sean Johnson's played the best footy we've seen him play for a while. I think that also comes off the back of the, him recognizing that he hasn't got the as much run in his legs as he did, you know, a few years ago. When he was really I think he's happy. done that. I think he's done that. And I think that's why he's evolved. Hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's evolved into a game managing and a very successful halfback as well, with a little bit of flair still in him. But he's really taken on a game managing role, which is a, which allows his 5'8 to play good footy as well. I think the 5'8 next year isn't Tamari Martin. I think it's Luke Metcalf because for the majority of the season when he played, I thought he was probably the best pick, Luke Metcalf. Um, I thought he was outstanding when he came in there. So I think they've got the medicine to win and win well this season uh, and get a lot of wins on the board. I think that, yeah, we don't have them far apart at all. And I think that's where they are. Um, my sixth is Manly. And again, we talked Manly ad nauseam. If they get it right and Tom is fit, they'll be successful.